0: This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast, your weekly go-to podcast where you can get actionable growth tips and advice so you can optimize your SEO career and not just for the algorithms. We are back with season three. Tasmin, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to be
1: back on here, you know. It feels like a long time since you and I have talked on the podcast it feels really good to be um, back and it feels really great to get people's feedback that they're enjoying the podcast that they're getting value from it which just makes it all worthwhile
0: definitely definitely and it feels like we've had a bit of a break and um, ready to get back into it and um, getting ready to yeah ready to give people episodes talk to people get guests on. So yeah, it's great to be back, isn't it? So before we get into this week's episode, I just want to um, let people know a couple of things of how they can um, support and follow the podcast. Um, So we decided to set ourselves up on Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, So Buy Me A Coffee is a platform where you can do one-off donations um, to people like me and Tasman. So if you enjoy what we do with the podcast you can give us a one-off donation to support us so that's really easy to do just go to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate I will include a link in the show notes and also you can um, follow and subscribe to the podcast by following the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen so, when when you go to that URL, and again, I will include a link in the show notes. But you can easily um, subscribe and follow um, via your podcast um, playing platform of choice. So whether that's Google, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can you can.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited because it's not a topic I know a lot about, um, which means I get to learn something new. It's
0: always good to learn something
1: which, new. Yeah, or, or, Absolutely, I will be putting this in my journal tonight When I ask myself the question, what did you learn today? I will mention this.
0: So we should probably tell our listeners what they'll be learning and what this episode is about, right? Uh, So this week, it's going to be all about creative problem solving. So we'll be discussing what that is, how to do it and the benefits. Okay, so creative problem solving... Or CPS is a way of solving problems or identifying opportunities when conventional thinking has failed. Okay, it encourages you to find fresh perspectives and come up with innovative solutions so that you can formulate a plan to overcome obstacles and reach your goals. That is uh, that's the definition. And just as a uh, fun fact, um, so it's known or people say that James Dyson the inventor and founder of Dyson used creative problem to be to create the successful vacuum cleaning um, company that he has so he used creative problem solving when other businesses were focused on one thing he decided to focus on something else and that obviously worked well for him so there's a real life example so you've got a definition and a real life example what do you reckon? What do you think to creative problem solving off the bat? Do
1: you know what I think? Um, I think people who have gone through the educational system and has and it's become so ingrained. So I'm quite theoretical. I like the textbooks, the structure, um, and in in many ways it serves me well. But increasingly, as the world is changing so much faster, and we are having to solve problems which you're certainly not going to be able to go into a textbook and find the answer. You have to be more creative in how you solve the problems, you have to be a bit more experimental,
0: Yeah. And I think um, for me, looking back on the definition, I just love how it um, says about convent- when conventional thinking has failed, that's when creative problem solving can come into play. And I think that's really important for for anyone, but especially in the SEO, right? Because um, with SEO problems and issues that we face and those kind of things that we need to find a solution for, we can't always use conventional thinking because Um, It might be something new to us or there's not much um, data because um, Google keeps a lot of things to themselves or something new, like with algorithm updates and all that sort of stuff. Um, So there's a lot of times where as SEO people and me myself, you have to change your thinking, don't you? And you have to be flexible and you can't just rely on the conventional thinking. So um, you could relate that to conventional. um, So... When there's something that's that you're looking into um, in regards to an SEO project, you might have your best practices or your things that you work through and you do. However, they won't always work. And that's where sometimes you have to think outside the box, don't you? And think, okay, is there another way that I can tackle this?
1: So what sort of um, characteristics should a person need to be able to work in this? Well,
0: way? I'm glad you asked that because there are four core principles of creative problem solving so let's go through them and discuss them and see how uh, yeah um and, and 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 see what those core principles are uh so I've got some big words for you here so this is where I stumble across them uh so core principle number one is um divergent and convergent thinking must be balanced, okay? So you might be thinking, what the hell is divergent and convergent thinking? So divergent thinking is the process of generating lots of potential solutions and possibilities, otherwise known known as mind mapping, whereas convergent thinking involves evaluating those options and choosing the most promising one, okay? Okay so the first core principle is these two different ways of thinking need to be balanced so the key to creativity is learning how to identify and balance divergent and convergent thinking and knowing when to practice each one so does that make sense
1: okay so for Um, and I just wanted to add to the listeners when I asked Sarah that question I didn't know that this was the next part of the the information she was going to give maybe that just shows how well we work together Sarah (laughs) so in my very simple brain this means if I have a problem that I don't know how to solve I should come up with lots of ideas really quickly I'm assuming um, so I guess speed is of the essence in in this way of thinking. You don't want to be spending five years creatively thinking of an answer. Um, and then evaluating each one against a criteria that I've decided on beforehand. I don't know, but just... So maybe, you know, like with my coaching pro- programs, if I want to think of a new suite or a new program I come up with lots and lots of ideas and then whittle them down to the ones that make yes more
0: sense. definitely so um doing research into this and often um we tend to use a combination of the two um to develop new ideas or solutions however um using them simultaneously um I'm struggling with the big words tonight Uh, this can result in unbalanced or biased decisions and can stifle idea generation so it's all about getting those balances right and you said um, uh, about just getting those ideas down right don't overthink it just jot them down Um, no idea is going to be stupid here and then yeah um, uh, have a balance of them both okay and then also um, you need you know you need to know when to practice each one so obviously uh, with your divergent thinking that's the getting those of ideas down and the convergent is where you're um okay which are the best ones? so which which one do you use and when core principle number two is asking problems as questions now i think you'll love this um but when you rephrase problems and challenges as open-ended questions with multiple possibilities, it's easier to come up with solutions.
1: Oh, give me an example.
0: Oh, I need an example. Yeah, you, you put me on the spot here, <laughs> aren't you? You need an example. Um so give me uh give me a challenge or a problem that you're that you face. It could be anything, like
1: I suppose one of the questions is um do I put on a live event? Okay. For my coaching. Uh,
0: so you, that you've you've done it then, haven't you? So you've rephrased a problem and a challenge as an open-ended question with multiple possibilities. Okay. So asking these types of questions generates lots of great information. Uh, so um, in comparison, when you come with a with a problem or a closed question this will give like short answers such as confirmations or disagreements so um, your question should I um, do a live event for this podcast that's an easy yes or no Right, and that that stops that the, the the idea generation there and then. Okay, whereas if you um, rephrase it as an open-ended question, um, where you'd be like, um, what are some of the um benefits and disadvantages of having a live event, for example? That's much more open-ended, and you can jot down loads of different possibilities then. The idea is that problem statements tend to generate limited responses or none at all. Um, So we need to rephrase problems and challenges as open-ended questions. And yeah, uh, so does that bit make sense?
1: That does, I suppose, in a a way, it's when you're, I I liken it to when you're asking someone coaching questions. If you ask them questions which will result in a yes or a no, you're channeling the conversation whereas if you ask you know the what's and the how's and the when's it becomes more of a conversation rather than a one-way ticket yeah
0: definitely and it's all about that yeah. isn't it okay yeah. yeah 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 i'll buy into that okay one. Uh, core principle number three um is deferring or suspend suspending judgment okay um so you the idea here is that if we judge solutions early, this tends to shut down the whole idea generation. Okay. So um, if there's an idea or something that we judge and we're like, oh no, that's that's completely not going to work because of this, then it just shuts that whole idea generation down. Um, so instead um, there's an appropriate and necessary time to judge ideas during the, um, the later down the stage. So, Um, when at this stage it's all about um, coming up with different ideas creative solutions and we don't want to be judging them early on because judgment and the asking why and how and logistics comes further down the line when you get into the nitty-gritty so I suppose it's getting into your head about not judging ideas first and just get those ideas down like Um, don't think about the logistics don't think of the how-tos or anything like that don't judge just get them down
1: again i i get that now you know it's like so many things that when when they're explained to you in this way it makes sense so don't worry so much about the how is it the right thing to do yes just just get those ideas down and then figure out which one is the, you know the right one or the right few and then you can work out the how exactly later.
0: exactly okay and then the last core principle of creative problem solving is focus and i think you've touched you touch on this quite a lot um focus on yes and rather than no but so you you say something similar don't you um not yet
1: yeah, so I haven't found the answer yet. We don't know the answer yet because it opens up.
0: So the idea here is that language matters when you're generating information and ideas. So um, language such as yes and encourages people to expand their thoughts, um, which is what we need during um, stages of creative problem solving. Um Using the word but preceded by yes or no ends the conversation. So if you say, so someone gives an idea and you say yes, but you might be thinking, I'm still saying yes, that but is a negative. Yeah. Um, so it's switching out the, the but for the and um, to like open that up. And this did make me think of you when <laughs> because language does matter, doesn't it?
1: It matters so much in every part of your life. The thoughts that go in your, on in your head and the words that you speak out of your mouth, wow, so, so, so impactful. Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, right, Tasmin, there's, I'm aware that there's a lot of information that we've given people. Um, so I think that we need to uh, take a short break Uh, So we've talked about what creative problem solving is and the core principles. When we come back, we'll go into more details of how you actually use it and implement it. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, you can support me in Tasman by giving us a donation on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, The URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, So by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to. we are back did you have a nice break
1: i did i did and it gave me a few moments to reflect
0: actually. which is very important
1: shall i tell you what i reflected yes, on? yes please do so you've talked about um a concept and you talked about the core principles and i'm all all about the people right that's that's my angle so i thought what competencies would somebody need to be able to do this really well so they they can't be an overthinker, right? Which many of us are. Yeah, um, have to be a quick decision maker. Have an open-minded mindset and positive language.
0: Like it. You are learning.
1: Did I use my break well? Gold,
0: gold star goes <laughs> to Tasman.
1: Thank you. See <laughs> so, you. Yeah. So those are the. So far, those are the core competencies that I can identify that would make you really good at creative problem solving.
0: OK, I love it. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. And it's always good to reflect because then you're reflecting on the information that you've just So heard. much. So we said that when we when we come back from the break, um, we'd talk about how to actually do and implement creative um why do I keep forgetting what the flipping word is?
1: Creative problem creative solving. Creative problem
0: solving. What is wrong with me, Tasman, in my mind?
1: <laughs> Are you doing it as a trick thing to make sure that That's I'm exactly understanding? exactly what I'm
0: doing. Exactly what I'm doing. So, okay, so, so. yes, <laughs> we said that when we come back from the break, we would talk um, about how to implement creative problem solving. Got it that time. There are four steps, so similar to the four principles, there are four steps. I love steps, lists, principles. This is a great way for my mind to work. Um, So the steps to do creative problem solving, step number one is clarify. Step number two is ideate, love that word. Step number three is develop. And step number four is implement. So, first up is um, identifying your goal, desire, or challenge. This is crucial because it's easy to assume incorrectly that you know what the problem is.
1: That's a really good point. So, I suppose on the event one, the question would be what is the desired outcome of the event?
0: Yes, definitely. After you've identified your goal, you then need to gather data. You're in the gathering data stage. So once you've identified and you've understood the problem, you can collect information about it to help you develop a clear understanding. So make a note of details such as who and what is involved and all the relevant facts and everyone's feelings and opinions. And then um, formulate questions So when you've increased your awareness of the challenge or problem you've identified, ask questions that will generate solutions.
1: So I guess, again, it could be, am I going to have a live event in person or a Zoom event? Is it going to be a full day? Is it going to be half day? Things like that. And
0: think about the obstacles you might face and the opportunities they could present, right? So when you're putting together... Um, an event, a live event obviously, there's going to be obstacles, but with every obstacle, there is an opportunity, right? So, here's this obstacle, but here's an opportunity of how we can overcome it. I love, I love, I wish people could see this, but Tasmin is jotting things down. She's jotting you are down, a good student. The cogs are moving in
1: her brain. <laughs> I was an A grade student, can, let it I be known. Tell. <laughs> I
0: can tell. Okay, so after clarify. The next stage is ideate, my favorite word. I'm going to try and say ideate is there's your challenge tomorrow, um Tasman. We have to see who can use the word ideate more just in, in just in conversation. I,
1: I do a lot of ideation. <laughs>
0: there you go. You've already said it once.
1: When I'm creating content for social. <laughs>
0: Um, So with the ID8 stage, here we are generating ideas that answer the challenge questions you identified in step one. So all those challenges... That you've identified in clarify, um, these are ideas that could answer that challenge. Now, it can be tempting to consider solutions that you've tried before, so you know you tried and tested. So here, if you've got your SEO cap on, maybe you're like, okay, I've had this problem before. This is what I'm going to try um, because. As our mind tends to return to habitual thinking patterns, this can stop us from producing new ideas, right? Um, Whereas this is a chance to use your creativity. So use what you've um, tried before, but like mind map and um, explore other ideas, okay?
1: But then that requires you to go out of your comfort zone. Yes. That could require you. So would this process be better... Um, on your own or with other people?
0: I think it depends on how you work as a person, doesn't it? Like, um, because if you are a person that um, takes on board everyone's feedback and everyone's ideas, it could be overwhelming. Whereas if you're better at, like, only listening to stuff that matters to you, then I th- I, I, I think it depends as you as a person and also what the problem is. Um, like if, it, if it's really new to you get other people's opinions right whereas if there's if it's something that you've worked on before and it's in, like it's an SEO thing that's happened to you before and you're like okay I've got a good idea um, but also but I always like asking people for advice and I think you do too so I think it depends on who you are as a person
1: I think I might go a bit hybrid on this so it might be that I spend part of the time Problem solving with some other people and getting lots of ideas and then bringing them back and having my own criteria. So, you like that clarifying bit what exactly am I trying to achieve and what is it that feels right, like you've got your own gut feel? Yeah. And then having some time on my own where I um, sort of filter out.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely. I love yeah. that approach. And I would pop- probably do something similar. And also, Um, If you ask other people, they might have tried something that you've not tried either. Um, But, yeah, but I suppose in the early stages, you don't want too much feedback to stop you from coming up with your own ideas as well, do you? So, okay. So, step number three. So, we've done the clarify step. We've done the ideate step. We're now at the develop. So this is where we're formulating our solutions. Um, So this is where we begin to focus on evaluating all of your possible options and come up with solutions. So you need to analyze whether potential solutions meet your needs and criteria and decide whether you can implement them successfully. Then need to consider how you can strengthen them and determine which ones are the best fit. So I think, um, here, uh, so in the past, we've talked about your different thinking methods, didn't we? Um, no, it was just speaking. What am I on about? We've done a communication, different communication. Yeah. We did the listening, yeah. different types Maybe of listening. Maybe we need to do, uh, cause obviously this is a type of thinking, isn't it? This is, um, creative problem solving. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah so maybe we can look at for other episodes we can look into other um uh, uh ways of of thinking i think as uh, you know just
1: taking a step back someone like me could could probably overcomplicate this whole thing and it would probably be really useful for me to have someone accountable to so if i was um, working with a manager and said i'm going to go off and look at this set a deadline for when i will come back with um you know here are my ideas and these are the ones i've sifted out and like present them through yeah some sort of accountability otherwise you you could you could potentially make a real roast
0: dinner out of this, <laughs> with you? all the trimmings and the gravy with the all, all sauce. the trimmings Uh, Yeah I suppose um, Having deadlines isn't it Or like um, you set yourself Okay I'm only going to spend An hour on This Um, So yeah I agree because you could really Easily overthink these things couldn't you
1: Yeah Yeah actually you know this has reminded me of somebody that i used to work with a development manager called steve and he was very go 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 and i was oh no let me think about this steve and we worked really well together because when i thought he was oh you know going too quick into something and we were going to make a right pig's ear of it i'd say hold off we need to test but when i was overthinking things he'd say to me Tasman, come on you know (laughs) we've got a life yeah (laughs) just get on with it and it's that balance between different personality types. So if this was going to be a group function or a group thing, have different personality types yeah, in it as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. And I, I'm glad you said that because um, I've had that sort of relationship with other people co-workers so there's people that are like the proactive let's just get it done let's just try it if it goes wrong we'll learn from it whereas I I love a plan I love to overthink it um so I've had exactly the same thing where I've worked well with other people because I'm more of the planner and the thinker whereas they're more of the let's do this thing um so yeah I'm glad you said that because I was like oh I've had that too
1: Yeah, it's really cool. So I think note to anybody who's listening who has a team and wants to implement this as um, a vehicle to get some work done, be careful about who you put into this whole process and, and, you know, match the team to get the maximum benefit. So have some really quick thinkers who are just going to spew out ideas. Um, and some thinkers in there who are going to balance those quick thinkers so
0: yeah Um, and then the next the final step is implement um so we've developed and formulated our solutions and now we need to formulate a plan to implement so once you've chosen the best solution or solutions there might be more than one it's time to develop a plan of action so how you how are you gonna get this plan into action so um you need to identify resources and actions that will help you to implement your chosen solution um and yeah just think about your team and what resources you have and um break down okay so this is the solution um but break down into like easable easable uh easable manageable chunks So you can get those actions done, and communicate your plan, and make sure that everyone involved understands and accepts it as well. So when you're coming across the solution, though, everyone that needs to be part of it, or you might have a solution that's going to affect another department. Do you know what I mean? So you need to make sure that everyone's on board. You're giving them the time to understand and say, "This was the problem." This is the solution. And yeah, make sure it's collaborative together.
1: Yeah, which makes me think we should do an episode on storytelling. Yes. So going back to this, you know your four steps. You've got the clarify, ideate, develop and implement.
0: Correct, another gold star. Could
1: they rough... <laughs> so I wrote those ones down. Could that roughly be translated to clarify as your why ideate is your what develop is your how and implement is your when? yes
0: yay okay
1: i'll have a gold star for that yeah
0: yeah say that again so people um so clarify is why why
1: why are you doing this thing is what what are you going to do create is how and implement is when
0: yes yeah, so the steps um so obviously i've uh, uh, used a resource to put this together um so i'll make sure that i link to the research and that those are the steps that that model uses but definitely that is you what why when how who what what blah, 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 that thing <laughs> um
1: so when you want added value you know which podcast to listen to <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, I suppose um, we need to wrap things up, Tasmin, because time. I really is enjoyed dying. that. Thank you so much. So, if there is, um, uh, what are the key things that we we want people to take away? So, what are the key things that you've taken away from this session?
1: I think, in a funny way, this session has given me a bit of lightness. So, rather, if you've got a problem to solve and and it's proving difficult rather think. oh no how am I going to fix that there is this other way where you can just quickly brainstorm be creative get all of your ideas out and it could create a massive opportunity for you so there's an op even in the not being able to solve a problem through the traditional way there is an opportunity to do it a different way which may be wonderful yes it's given me some optimism
0: 100%. Is that okay? 100 100%. Yeah. 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 There we go. Um round of applause. Tasman, you've been a great student. Well, unfortunately, um that's all we've got time for in this week's episode. Um so, thank you Tasman um, for for being wonderful as ever. Uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Um, and yes, um, yeah, any, any last words, Tasman?
1: Well, to all the listeners out there, mind-blowing episode by Sarah. It's given me a lot of optimism to go and fix my my event scenario and lots of useful advice. Um, yeah, great,
0: thank you very awesome. much. And remember, we need to optimize your career, not just the
1: thank you sarah
0: Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, you can support me in Tasman by giving us a donation on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, The URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, So by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to.